0: Hello, my name is Eric Torn, and I am the Associate Chair for Research and Faculty Development for the Department of Computer Science and Engineering, CSE, at Michigan State University. CSE is launching a new series of interviews called CSE Spotlight, where we go behind the scenes to get more insight into some of the notable happenings and people within the department. Our first guest today is one of our rising stars in CSE, Dr. Josh Siegel. His recent paper, Low-Cost Diaper Wetness Detection Using Hydrogel-Based RFID Tags, received the 2020 IEEE Sensors Journal Best Paper Award. Josh, thanks for agreeing to talk with me today about this paper.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Eric. Uh,
0: Before we dive into the paper, let's start by having you talk a little bit about your background, uh, where you went to college, grad school, what you did before coming to MSU, and what your research focus is here at MSU.
1: All right, Uh, so first of all, I'm a Michigan native, uh, born and raised, so I spent a lot of time before college getting to know the wonderful things about Michigan and the wonderful people within the state, um, which is why I'm so excited to be back at MSU. For college, um, undergrad, master's, and PhD, I was at MIT, where I studied mechanical engineering. Uh, While I was there, I also launched a few small automotive companies. Um, Now that I'm at MSU in CSE, uh, I run the Deep Technology Lab here, and so the Deep Technology Lab looks at technology that was impossible to build yesterday that's hard to build today and requires significant intellectual capital to make uh, to make successful, but tomorrow has the potential to become so pervasive and ubiquitous that it's invisible.
0: Wow, that's really exciting stuff. Um... I almost feel like I want to follow up with that but uh let, let me let me go ahead and move on to this paper. Uh first, you know, it's a great achievement to get this best paper award. Uh can you tell us a little bit more about this award? What pa- what were the papers under consideration?
1: Sure. So the award recognizes what the IEEE Census Journal uh regards as the best paper published within the last calendar year. Um Because it's IEEE Sensors Journal, it's a pretty broad scope. It could be sensor design, it could be sensor processing, it could be sensor applications or systems. Um, It's decided by a committee, so I don't know all of the papers that were under consideration. I can tell you that the runner-up papers looked at developing novel photonic sensors and applications for radar to detecting hand gestures.
0: Wow, that's really fantastic. All the papers from the last year. So uh, th- th- that's a great achievement. Congratulations. Thank you. All right. Well, let's, let's start with a brief summary of the paper. Uh, who are your co-authors, and what is it that you and your co-authors did?
1: Sure. Uh, so the paper looks at developing a new low-cost and disposable sensor that detects basically when diapers are wet and reports it using short-range radio to a cell phone or something like an Amazon Echo, any sort of third-party connected device. Um, the paper started while I was still working at MIT, and so my collaborators are all at MIT. Uh, we have Pankuri Sen, who is the student who is in charge of managing the day-to-day project operations and running the experiments. We have Nithin Kantoretti, who is in charge of sensor design, um, so specific embodiments of what that sensor would look like keeping the costs down, making sure read range was high. Uh, Rahul Bhattacharya, who's a research scientist at MIT, and he focused on the high level of the sensor mechanics and thinking about what do we prototype next? How do we test that? Uh, And Sanjay Sarma, who's a professor also at MIT, um, and he was in charge of overseeing the entire research group that was working on it. My role within the project was to identify the project's needs find the sponsor, and then manage the team and day-to-day operations there.
0: Wow, that's 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 a great. Uh, that's really interesting. So thanks. Um, how did this project get started?
1: Yeah, so I think any good project starts by identifying an opportunity. And in our case, we looked around and saw that there was an unmet opportunity that diaper companies had been trying to solve for many, many years, which is new ways of notifying people when diapers are wet or dirty. Um, there are things like visual indicator strips, but that only works at close range. And if you get into nursing facilities, if you get into daycares when there are multiple children, uh, you don't necessarily have the ability to go check those wet strips or to go touch test for wetness all the time. And so we came up with this idea of a headline to kind of be our North Star uh, of, of what comes next, right? And so we were thinking uh, a diaper that knows before your nose is one potential headline so that you can detect remotely at a distance without having to do the sniff test or the finger test. And from there, we basically assembled a team of people and resources who knew the area well because they work in the industry, knew the technology we were trying to solve well because they'd worked with tabs or tag antenna based sensors for RFID. Uh, We hired a new student to work on the project to make sure that we had enough bandwidth to get it done quickly. And then we called up the company that was sponsoring the work and we said, hey, what are your specific needs? Um, Very cool. We actually got to go fly to Chile to see how diapers are made, to meet with the management team, and to understand the requirements for both the product and the process.
0: Wow, that's fascinating. Uh, All right, so we've got this is a question I think that's probably on everyone's minds. How did you actually perform your experiments? Did you have actual diapers to work with? Were they on people?
1: So uh, to avoid the complexities of human testing, we managed to test in a synthetic environment. We used real diapers and we made our own diapers from fluff fill, super absorbent gel, cotton, and paper. Um, There's a lot of engineering that goes into diapers. It is possible to make them at home, but it is seriously cool how they're designed to wick moisture and retain it. Um, We tested on dolls filled with bags of water to mimic the electrical properties of a human body. We tested in different poses and we used synthetic urine in order to simulate uh, what's called an insult, the the stuff that makes the diaper wet. And that is both easier and harder to buy than you would expect.
0: Oh, you, you you have to expand on that a little bit.
1: <laughs> so it turns out there is a market for synthetic urine um, for people who are trying to get through medical testing, <laughs> but to get universities to approve the purchase is very complicated, and they typically sell it in very small volumes, maybe one or two ounces. <laughs> and so we called the the company. Now I'll put that in air quotes: the company that manufactures the synthetic urine. And we asked if we could buy it in bulk, and they said, what do you mean? We said, we'd like to buy two gallons of <laughs> synthetic urine, and uh, they they hung up on us. <laughs> so There is a market, but buying it in large quantities is not as easy as you'd think. And uh, explaining that to the university purchasing office, why you need it, is probably the most time-consuming part of the whole project.
0: <laughs> well, that, that th- those would have been fascinating conversations to listen in on. <laughs> All right, well, so that was a challenge. What was the most challenging technical aspect of the project?
1: So there were a number of challenges that we faced in designing the sensor. We had to make it body safe. um, And a lot of materials degrade when exposed to moisture. So if you use copper, it becomes aqueous. And that can be really dangerous to the skin and cause an allergic reaction. So we ended up looking at silver, for example. which you'd think would be expensive, but in the quantities that we're using, it's not too bad. Size is a big challenge. Uh, The primary market for this is actually diapers for the elderly, but we wanted to make sure that the process and the product would scale down. And so we designed for newborn diapers to make the smallest antenna possible. Um, But the hardest part of all of this isn't what we originally thought, and it was cost and process rate requirements. So, uh, without getting into the specifics, because every manufacturer is a little bit different. It turns out that diapers are made at about 30 miles per hour and you need a sensor that can be deployed, aligned, adhered, and then subject to those G forces, but it can't cost more than a few cents because the whole thing is supposed to be disposable. And so making a sensor is easy. Making a sensor that integrates into existing manufacturing is really hard
0: wow that's that's i I never would have thought about that Uh, that, that's fascinating that was the hardest design aspect of of integrating into the design uh, the manufacturing process wow this has been even more interesting than i thought it would be so uh, thanks again Um, any lessons or thoughts you might have for any of our students who might be listening to this
1: i think It's really easy to look at a problem and say, no, I can't solve that. But if you come to it from the right mindset of, we've got new capabilities, we've got new technologies, we've got new knowledge that we didn't have five, 10, 15 years ago. And you look at these problems and you see a solution and you pull together this right team of people and resources, you know, you can get out and build something that works tomorrow. The the first step is to be willing to try. And I encourage anyone looking at solving big problems to start building today. You know, the worst that you can do is fail and learn.
0: That's a great lesson. Um, How close is this project to commercialization? Uh, I guess you have companies who are interested in actually sponsoring this research, right?
1: Yeah, so this company was sponsored by, uh, sorry, the project was sponsored by CMPC, which is now known as Softies. Um, They're working on developing a pilot to test this at scale right now. Uh, we do have patents pending on this, and we're looking to license it to other companies as well.
0: So uh, I know you recently became a new father. Uh, congratulations! Uh, has becoming a parent changed your perspective of this research?
1: You know, I, I think it's the other way around. Actually, this research has changed my perspective on becoming a parent because I know about the engineering of diapers now more than anyone has a right to, and. It means that I can leave my son comfortably in a wet diaper for hours on end without changing it. And I don't feel guilty. Um, <laughs> it turns out diapers are designed to retain a lot more moisture than people give them credit for. And just because the indicator strip on the front turns blue doesn't mean that they're due for a change. So I think that was one really positive thing to come out of it.
0: <laughs> oh, all right. Well, before you get rested for a, uh, 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 parental abuse of your (laughs) your son. No, I I guess that's a good lesson for all parents to know that the the diapers really are well made and and can handle uh, the load. Uh, Is there anything next for this project other than commercialization? Uh, is there more research to be done, uh, more product development in the works?
1: Yeah, so beyond trying to get this out into the commercial market where people can actually go buy it in a 30 pack that's disposable, We're working more on the applications for it. So how do you integrate this with a cell phone? How do you put readers in at nursing care facilities? Um, We're looking at how do we detect other types of waste and even doing medical monitoring based on certain material uh, properties of what's in the diaper. So can you determine if someone is pre-diabetic? Can you determine that maybe they've got issues with digestion? Um, and so looking at more advanced chemical sensing rather than just wetness detection uh, is going to be a huge area of research going forward.
0: Wow, that's really fascinating. Uh, I can't wait to uh, see what you do next and, and do the next interview with you on this. So, well, I think we'll go ahead and wrap it up here, but thank you so much for uh, agreeing to talk with us. Uh, I hope everyone enjoyed this.
1: Yeah, thank you very much.